you can talk if you want. I don't think it makes much difference. I think you're good. <laughs> wow. That is so rude. <laughs> All right. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Function Call. This is your boy Austin Gill on his new microphone. What up, Grant? You Can sound you hear, like do I sound any different? You sound like a Simpsons character. Really? This is how I always sounded, but I have a new microphone. <laughs> You're a serious weirdo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, you're not the first person to call me that. You probably won't be the last. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Uh, hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to The Function Call. This is Austin Gill, in case you didn't recognize his voice. That's right. Uh, wait. I think that may have been confusing. Um, when you Why? say this is Well, because you said this is Austin Gill. Oh, as in as I in might could be the person speaking. I'm Austin Gill. <laughs> is that clear? Oh, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. We both got new mics. And new I, names. I'm I named great. myself after Austin. Yes. Uh, well, this was a weird start. Um, are you ready for this show? I feel like you're excited for this show. I'm very ready. So This show, this show is right up your alley. But what's, what's the impetus of the show? I think that's yours to to share and be merry about <laughs> um so i started my new job recently we talked about that i'm very excited and uh as part of the whoa as part of the, <laughs> i'm just all over the place right now it's very on brand good yeah, job yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, as part of the onboarding, uh, I was given a little budget to set up a, a home office. So I took the opportunity to do some shopping around, ask you for some advice on some things. Oh, there's Nugget. Hi, Nugget. Yeah, you can just chill there. You're good. Um, <laughs> Don't come near me, dog. I just got you to look at, not to cuddle. That's terrible. No, I love this dog. Um, yeah, so basically I got some new equipment, um, had some questions about what to look at, what to look for, and we kind of ran the gambit on uh, gamut. Damn it. Ran the gamut. I think like three people will care about that. You're safe with that one. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, we'll fix that in... in Editing, just kidding. No, we won't. Um, yeah, on uh, on on supplies and stuff. So yeah, I think that you're kind of uh, pretty when it comes to equipment. You're pretty uh, well equipped, is what I'm trying to say. Whoa. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a a novel accusation, but I won't deny it. I. <laughs> am a straight writer you don't want to fuck with me mm -hmm. 
Wow. That I got the reference only at the end of that and it sounded <laughs> not as good. In, it sounded not as good coming out as it probably did in your head. Yeah, I don't know. Uh old school hip hop fans uh, yeah, re- exactly. represent. Uh yeah, so when it comes to like work from home setups, equipment, uh gear, um what how do I say this? I have a problem. Um got 99 problems. But a desk ah, ain't one. That is <laughs> absolutely the title of this show. Um, <laughs> that is, yes. <laughs> um, so I started working from home uh, a few years before the pandemic. And I had been like kind of gamery before that. So like I had this like computer like set up like a like a battle station right and i'd also been into like keyboards and stuff like that and you know mice that kind of comes along with it so like this this like work from home thing and this this battle station desk setup uh is is definitely right up my alley um but getting a budget from an employer is something i think a lot of people are going to relate to like you get a new job they're going to send you a laptop and you get like some money to spend on this. This is, this is something that I've seen from like regular jobs, not just programmery people. Um, you think that's and, a common thing? Like this is my first job where, you know, every, every job is provided a laptop for mm-hmm. intellectual property's sake. But uh, this is my first one that I've had a budget, but I've been, I've been working in like, startup world for a while yeah i i think it's going to be increasingly common and as especially outside of um outside of tech um just because everybody to a degree uh will have better access to to work from home stuff and so like even if even if it's not provided by your employer like talk to a tax person in your state uh some of this stuff becomes a write-off uh like there, there, are, there are nice perks that you can use to like make this easier financially. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, so where where do we get started? Like, if you're going to look at uh, either you have a work budget or you're just deciding to start from scratch um, on your own, where are you going to start? The what's the first thing? Yeah, what's the first thing you're going to go for? Oh, the foundation. Which I mean, some some could say is like a room to work in, right? Like that. Yeah, get out of those. Quit quit typing away in those cardboard boxes. <laughs> Ouch. Not uh, yeah. But I, I'm talking about a a desk, a chair, and and then you know the the computer may be provided, it maybe isn't, but like peripherals, things like that. Um, so I I use a, a Herman Miller Aeron. Ooh. like infinity plus whatever version, like some stupid version that's like extra. Uh, but I picked it up at one of those like uh, office supply. We've repossessed a bunch of furniture from some company going out of business and we just sell yeah. it all off. Yeah, yeah I picked yeah. it up there and it was relatively cheap. It's an expensive chair, but I'm not paying full price for this thing. Yeah. Ridiculous. That that's a great way to do it. Um, I think there's like, yeah, companies move or go out of business or whatever. That's definitely a good way to to come up on some uh, 
sweet finds. Uh, also, little hot tip: um, if you have hardwood floors, actually, if you have any like solid floor that isn't like carpet, mm-hmm. uh, swap out those wheels on your chair for rollerblade wheels. It's yes. amazing. I would say even on carpet, which is what I'm on, rollerblade oh, yeah. wheels do so well on carpet. Really? Yep. Yeah, you got to get the fat ones though, like big old clearance. You know. Yeah, if you yeah. Go mountain biking on it, you can just go down <laughs> on your air on. <laughs> it makes the uh, it makes it a little bit tall for me. Uh, like I use my I'm a short I'm a short, short human. problems. I got those problems. Uh, but yeah, like the the extra half inch or whatever. Uh, Kind of makes a difference for me but like the chair is absolutely foundational if you don't have something that you can sit in for a long period of time like nothing else matters if you're just uncomfortable all day so like getting a chair is super super important the other the other half of that is the desk right and i'm a big fan of like a sit-stand desk uh i built one out of uh legs and a tabletop from ikea like it was, you got the legs and from ikea or just the tabletop from ikea both Okay. So they sell like kits, but they're small. This is like a four foot wide by like probably four and a half feet wide by two and a half, three feet deep. Like it's a, this is a big desk and I want one that is bigger. Um, but as you'll hear throughout the show, I have a lot of gear attached to it and on it. So it's, uh, it's, it's maybe not, uh, the right size for everyone, but what you can do is Ikea sells countertops that mm. are designed to be like put on like an island in the kitchen or cut up and attached together to to make like a full countertop. And so this is just like a piece of they call it butcher block. It's it's laminate, like it's particle board with some stickers mm. on it, but it's yeah. reasonably durable. Yeah, um, I've had this for six years. Uh, it's really good. And the legs, uh, haven't given out on me. Um, unlike my own legs, which fail me often. Nice. Uh, yeah, for me, I went with, um, autonomous for my chair, Mm. which is like a 200, $250 range, which I thought was pretty good for the like ergonomic style chair. Um, it's got some stuff like you can probably hear, a little bit of a uh, jiggle in like the arms. It doesn't do a whole lot of the movement that I would have liked. Uh, but I think it's a good, it's a good chair for the price, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like a, that's a, a reasonable range because it's like a step up from anything at office max or office depot or whatever. Yeah. And, and honestly like that, the brand recognition alone, like they're known for creating, well, their desks, their sit-stand desks, but yeah, you know, they've got to yeah. be able to make a decent chair, right? It's decent. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it decent. Yeah. <laughs> give it uh, four stars, not five. Four stars. Yeah, I, I do feel like there is probably a better chair out there in the same price range, but I'm also not. I'm not going to like, I'm going to keep this chair. It's good. Good enough. Yeah. I think the Uh, real problem is when you think sitting all day at a desk is like literally that many hours straight. No chair is built for that. You need to get up and move around. 
like you 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 gotta you gotta get away from your desk every once in a while. I think the chair is built for that. I don't think the body is built for that. You make a solid point. The chair mm, doesn't care. Yeah. You're right. That's why it rhymes. The air doesn't care either. Nor does your hair. I'm I'm <laughs> not enjoying that at all. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's uh my desk setup, right? Yeah. Do a little back and forth here. Um yeah, yeah. okay, so I used to have uh a desk from my college days this is an old boy it's been a it's been to a lot of different apartments it's been taken apart and put back together missing pieces it's mm -hmm. a piece of jank mm -hmm. um and it was not good on its own but what i did was uh i did go with like a budget uh sit to stand topper so it sits on top of the desk and it has these hydraulic lifts so you like pull a lever and just like lift it up and it's hydraulic assist um mm. and it worked pretty well and then the only complaint i had it was like a hundred dollars so that was a good little upgrade mm. um the only complaint i had was uh the it had a, a built-in keyboard tray and they had like a, a lip on the edge of it Ooh. so if you rest your arm on it, it like starts to hurt after a while so that was a no-go. Fortunately, I upgraded from that because someone left a different sit-to-stand desktop converter on the side of the street. And this one was great. I loved it. It was it was like it was a it was they had like put their own plywood top on top of it, but like sanded it down real nice. They had little yeah. like hearts and like Cheryl Crow written into it. That was great. I loved it. Um, so you went digging through the trash to get this? No, it was just on the side of the road. Someone had mm. put it out for free to take, and 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 I, I grabbed it. And I like that, but it also looks really terrible on my super old college desk. And I was told that since I have a budget, I'm not allowed to keep my old Frankenstein desk set up anymore. So I decided to go on Amazon and I found this uh, electric sit to stand desk. It's four, 48 inches by 24. So I think probably about the same size as yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's got the little buttons to put it up and put it down. And it's all right. You know, it's also particle board and had to put it together and whatever. Um, so far, I've had it for two days that it's been set up. and You don't sound super excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a desk, man. How excited do you get about a desk? I don't know. You seem real attached to, like, your Sheryl Crow sit-stand topper and, like, your college debt. Like, you're a sentimental had, guy. Yeah. You, you know what? I discovered this about myself. I don't like change. Everything. <laughs> that's because everything on that desk was set up, like, I had it set up over years and had adapted. I think I had, I don't I don't think I adapted my desk to work for me. I adapted myself to work for my desk and my environment. You know? Okay. And so now, now you're... I'm in a new modern environment. Mm. And you have to adapt and this yeah. is painful. It looks good, but it feels everything's a little bit out of place, you know? Got to reach a little bit further to do this or grab that cuz I have so much more space. <laughs> Which is nice. 
But anyway, let's move on. We covered chairs. We covered desks. Yeah. So I think if you've got solid chair, you've got a solid desk, you want to make sure that, you know, we'll get to peripherals. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time there. You got something that I think is really important, but I really think that a, that like an external monitor is something that's important. I'm a big fan of ultra wide, um, aspect ratio. So like 21 by nine, that sort of thing. So, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of options there, but I think having a monitor that's not attached to your laptop, uh, mm. is to me like really important you want yeah, the real yeah, estate yeah. to get that work done so I'm you gonna, don't feel I'm like gonna, crammed in i'm gonna second you on that i think yeah that the desk has to come before the external monitor otherwise where are you going to put it but definitely external monitor is a good way to go i have these <laughs> like monitor arms actually like i don't want to use the the regular mount that the uh monitor comes on I went and got some monitor arms that like clip to the back of my desk and they have like a Dr. Octopus thing going on. So you could yeah. kind of like grab it and position it wherever you want. Um, that was so you're a dual monitor uh, guy then. Yeah. I have, well, I have two monitor arms, but I use one for a monitor and one for my camera. Oh, it's pretty cool. Fancy. It is kind of cool. Um, so this was cool. I did I did like um with this budget I did I used to have a monitor like the same sort of setup with two monitor arms but they were connected so you could put them both up or put them both down and I decided that I definitely wanted to upgrade to have independently movable arms. Mm. Okay. Uh I don't do the ultra wide screen though. You have just like a regular 16 by 9. Yeah, and I use my laptop on one screen and my external monitor on the other. Do you use like a laptop stand? I do have a laptop stand. So they're like up at yeah. eye level and like right next to each other. It's pretty sweet. I should, I'll, I'm going to post a picture once everything's all clean, maybe. Right yeah. my setup, bro. Show off your battle station. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a monitor, I think, is really important. I think peripherals like touch points. This is another thing that I I think you should spend time and money getting right for you. Like you made a very good decision, I think, with your mouse. Uh-huh. Which was what mouse did you get? Oh, I just got a little Bluetooth guy. I got a little wireless Bluetooth. Probably cost like ten bucks, twelve bucks. I could have sworn you got a vertical mouse. Uh, I was looking at vertical <laughs> mouses, mice. I was looking at them. And you know what? So I have been uh, going back and forth on like the ergonomic stuff because now we're getting outside of out of the things that I think are kind of like the productivity necessities into like the ergonomic stuff. Well, it's all overlapped. We talked about the chair and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I was looking at like the two big boys in ergonomic setup is probably the split keyboards mm -hmm. and the vertical or like ergonomic mouse, mice, mouse. Mice. Mice. Thank you. Um, my first day using a vertical mouse, I just kept on reaching 
from my keyboard to the mouse and just knocking it off the desk because my hand wouldn't come up high enough to clear it. Yep. And again, you know, this is like creature of habit. Like the change was just too much for me to overcome to take, you know, reap the benefits of healthy wrists. Yeah, I totally feel that. I had the same experience trying to use the vertical mouse. It 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 feels really nice, but honestly, with a desk that has adjustable height, getting that height correct had more of an impact than the angle of my wrist. Like yeah. the angle of my arm, uh, like relative to the height of the desk, right? Mm-hmm. To me, made more of an impact on my wrist comfort than like whatever shape or like thing the mouse is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause there's a few, there's a few like joints to think about when you're trying to get ergonomics, right? Man, this mm. show is so boring, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tell me, tell me more about what joints to think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about angles of joints mm. and the importance for ergonomics. But uh, anyway, you, you have to think about like how much rotation you have in your shoulder. So like, uh, how far in towards your belly button your hand is versus how far out it is. I believe that's called ulnar deviation. <laughs> Thanks. Or, uh, you know. It's definitely uh, not. What is it? Like, it probably has to do, like, pronating and supinating, right? It's it's Yeah, it's radial supination. It's supination, that's what it mm-hmm. is. Yes. Um, so there's that angle. And then there's the angle between your elbow uh, well, your elbow joint, right? You want that to be at like 90 degrees, mm-hmm. I think. And then there's the rotation of your wrist. And I keep on wanting to use the camera to explain to you, <laughs> but this is a podcast. <laughs> what am I doing? It's, 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 yeah, it's kind of a train wreck. I think it's I, I think getting we're worse. Doing all right, though. I think we're doing all right, right? Okay. You have, you have the rotation have of the shoulder forward ulnar, and back or ulnar supination, radial deviation, uh, deviated septum yeah because that uh, makes and, it yeah and that's so definitely forth. more clear than yeah that's about as effective as you know doing things with my hands in the camera <laughs> i just want to make sure everybody understands what you're talking about all right we got some good uh google points google googly words yeah thanks to google um now on to stuff that if people are listening to a podcast they might actually be curious about this part of our setup which is like the comms right that's what I call it anyway. It's the well, we communication. We didn't even get into split keyboards. Dude, we got a whole we show a whole on that. Show about if, keyboards. if if I start down the path of keyboards, so like we've been running oh. interviews um, at at my work, we're hiring um, based on keyboard preference. Well, no, like everyone that I've interviewed, they see the keyboards that I have in the background of my video, and they start talking like key switches and this and that. Like, which it, it's a hard rabbit hole to pull me out of. So yeah. let's just not go there. Um, That's a good move on their part. Eat up the time so they can't. So you can't ask them like a coding interview. No, that's that's they're bad. I hold it against them. Ooh. None Ooh. of those people make it through. It's a test. It is. A t- you, put, you, put the, <laughs> you put the keyboard the keyboards up so that they can see them and see if they pass the test or not. Yeah. If you start talking about like keyboards or space or anything else that obviously will distract me from the task at hand like you fail all right well before we move on i do want to touch on this Mm, mm -hmm. i did go for a split keyboard i went with the kinesis freestyle oh which is like half on one side and half on the other 
Yeah. Man, I never realized that I've been pressing the B button with the wrong finger my entire life. Mm. Apparently. Apparently, it's supposed to be a left index finger. So, the layout that I like best is called the Alice layout, right? So, it was originally a keyboard layout by uh, TGR. Uh, So, it's like the TGR Alice, but it's open sourced and people can use it and modify and all this. It has a B on this side and on this side. But there's not a people like you. There's not a physical key for a B on the right hand side for me there is well lucky you so you, uh, you see i'm holding i'm holding the keyboard up you see that little tiny alt key yeah, that's yeah. actually a b nice no key sets come with a b uh or come with two b's so there's like a little <laughs> tiny alt key. most most of them come with a b one b you only get one yeah. um well i tell you it's been a b to use that keyboard <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> i yeah that's pretty good. Um, okay, that one also complain. Also, this is just going to turn into a show about me complaining about change. Uh, I went from <laughs> very, very thin keys that are, I guess, maybe a little bit tight together, which I like, uh, to those like big old chonkers with more space in between. And it, it just totally, it just totally throws you off. You know? Let me see the freestyle if this is the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Keys. This is that board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no offense to freestyle users. I'm sure it's a great keyboard. I'm going to try it again, but I have to do it in like little increments at a time. Uh, return that thing. Get a happy hacking keyboard. Mm. Oh, actually, you know what another you know what another good consideration for these things is? Mm. Whether they plug in, whether they're wired or wireless. Always wired. And always wired. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the Bluetooth camp. I definitely for, want for to mice. Do. It makes sense because you move that around. How yeah. much do you move your keyboard around? I I don't, but uh, I I don't want to sacrifice a USB uh, port for it. And don't get me started. Okay, this is a good transition into other peripherals, right? Like we're going to start talking about what is it? What are we going to talk about next? So USB it, hubs. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we don't need USB hubs. Um, where we're going. Where we're going. We don't need USBs. No, let's talk about audio gear. Let's talk about comms. So like cameras, yeah. Like if if you do camera stuff, maybe maybe get like a webcam. I don't know. Like, okay, that yeah. could go in a bad direction. Like cameras are like a whole rabbit hole unto themselves that I don't want to get into, but I do think that audio is probably the appropriate place to spend time here. So mm. you just came from uh, Logitech. Uh, what's it called? No, I had a blue ice snowball or ice snowball. I so, never know how to say that company's name. Yeah. It's blue, right? They're owned by Logitech, but yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I got one of the snowballs. It's a big old like softball sized microphone. Um that worked really well that all the shows that we recorded before was on that. Um, this show is the first new show on a Samson three. That's such a great name. <laughs> I forget what it's called, man. How am I, I'm not supposed to, am I supposed to know this stuff? Yeah. 
I it's don't even probably, know. I'll give you a secret, written on the microphone. Oh, that's a good point. No, but it's it's a <laughs> Samson Q2U3. Okay. I don't know. We'll have it in the links. Um, yeah, I came up on this one because there was like a Black Friday deal. Uh, Michael Chan was recommending it on Twitter. Uh, I was looking at other, you know, for me, really important. I want a very simple setup. I just went yeah. with a USB mic. You how, were trying how much? To how much was that microphone? A hundred dollars. Okay. No, forty dollars. Okay. There we go. Even better. I think it's a hundred dollar microphone that was on sale for forty dollars. Ooh, you stole it. <laughs> yeah. Don't Get it. Call That's rad. So microphones are really important to me because I'm sensitive to audio quality. And it, it, you may not believe this, but studies show that so specifically with like YouTube video consumers, the audio quality is more important than the video quality. That's just a statistic that. That sure uses better. to sell microphones. <laughs> yeah, that's a statistic that people quote when, um, well, they're not very good looking. <laughs> okay, I didn't think you were going to go there, but. No, okay, that was cool. mean. That we're, was we're, mean. We're and also, also, hopefully that was obviously a joke. Um, <laughs> your, your dry wit sometimes comes over uh, <laughs> like a wet noodle. Um so I I use a far more complex audio setup, and I think your microphone sounds close to as good as what I'm using. Mm. Um, well, we'll we'll let our listeners decide. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter and say, "Hey, uh, no, Grant, your audio sounds like overprocessed trash." Um, I don't think that's a fair comparison because you have a silky smooth voice and. I I work on my voice quite often. We'll get to the voice exercise equipment uh, shortly. That's a terrible joke. Again. Oh, just like leave a, the jokes to me, man. <laughs> like a wet noodle. Yeah. Um, so I use a Shure SM7B. This is a very popular broadcast quality microphone. It's a little pricey. It's like 400 bucks or something like that. Whoa. Um, I've had it for quite a while. This thing, I can pass this down to my child. Like it's a tank of a piece of equipment. Um, but this is not a USB mic. This is an XLR mic. And so you need yes. some equipment to go with it. So it has a cloud lifter that goes into a preamp that goes into a noise gate that goes into a compressor limiter. Um, so this is like a really intense amount of equipment to basically talk on zoom meetings and record this podcast. Um, yeah, you can probably mine Bitcoin with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an intense setup, but I, I feel like, um, specifically when I was spending lots of time in meetings and I actually, for one of my previous jobs was recording quite a few YouTube videos and was recording videos that were being consumed for like internal training. Um, I think it makes a big difference in whether people are miserable dealing with your content or not. 
Like if you if you're using a microphone that has like a ton of room noise, which let me just as an example show you one of the pieces of equipment. So like I'm in an apartment right now. I can't spend a whole lot of time treating this room. So I picked up the noise gate. And if I bypass the noise gate, I think you can probably hear the room the room noise quite a bit more. Um, we were talking before the show and I, I hit the bypass switch. Um, and then if I bypass my limiter, I think it's even worse. So like yeah, this is straight out of the amplifier uh, with no post-processing, right? So we turn these back on, we get things back to a reasonable level and this is how you sound like you have vocal cords, right? This is this is how it works. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that uh, good audio is not going to make bad content better, but no, it correct. will make good content worse. What? Oh, bad audio will, okay. Yeah. Oh bad yeah, I forgot that part. Yeah, good audio will not make bad content better, but bad audio will make good content worse. I'm I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Um so like audio setups can get real finicky. Like we could dive into headphones and some of the other gear that I have around that. Um I would just recommend you get a pair of closed back headphones um just to know that what you're listening to, like when when you listen to recordings or when you listen to uh, somebody in a meeting, you're kind of isolated from the rest of your environment. I think it makes a big difference. Closed back meaning the ones that cover your entire ears? Closed back meaning if it covers your entire ear, it needs to have like a solid shell because there are mm -hmm. some that are over your entire ear, but it's like a uh, you can still hear the room, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah, open just, to the element. I just use the little earbuds. Shoot, I think I got these off an airplane. You're you're a different <laughs> kind of creature than I am. We really are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is really looking at like recommendations for budget side mm. or actually good good quality side. Which yeah. is fine. I got man, I got some good reg recommendations for some uh very affordable things and i mean good enough for me yeah i mean you can go with uh airplane headphones or <laughs> dan clark audio Aon two closed backs I mean, yeah unfortunately i don't i can't put a link to the uh the brand of headphones <laughs> let's see uh, it might be Delta. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put a link to dollar general in the, <laughs> in the show notes <laughs> Uh, no, actually, I do have some that I would recommend. Um, Tautronics Bluetooth headphones. Uh, they were gifted to me. They're I use them for running, though, which is great. And I don't like to use them for the podcast because if the battery dies, if I forgot to charge it and the battery dies in the middle of a show, yeah. You're, no you're, you're deaf in the show, and that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else do we got? What are we moving on to something else? Yeah, we got, yeah. We got mics. So your mic is going to need like the whole XLR processing stuff. 
Yeah. Sounds so, like it's going to set you back like $1,200. I think that's a, a reasonable estimate. Yeah. I, I got my mic for 40 bucks. Yeah. And which, I think it sounds at least 80% as good, right? Yeah. Yeah. If and that's, that's fair. Yours, yours clearly sounds better. There's no, but there's zero justifiable reason to go beyond what you have there. Like they're just, there is like, if I'm on NPR, okay. Like then, then this makes sense. Or if I make a living doing this, like if, if I am recording videos for my job, but I'm on zoom meetings for my job. So it's not the same thing. Ouch. Yeah. I thought that we were taking this show seriously, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to take my $40 microphone and walk. Ouch. Oh, but it's good. I, I do like the, you just plug and play like setup for me. I optimize for simplicity, which is, which is totally like a, a valid approach. And I honestly, like when I look at my setup against some of the like battle stations that are posted on Reddit that are like very simple, um, I I look around my room and I get anxious because it's just full of a bunch of shit. Yeah. Do you it's ever feel crazy. like you're just gonna one day be killed by being trapped under the mountain of things <laughs> that just fall over and crush you? No, I mount things very low. I'm safe from that problem. <laughs> yeah, smart. Yeah. Um. Oh, one one. Uh. Well. What are we gonna? What do we got next? Video stuff? Are we doing that? Um, it's. Oh, we kind I of have, touched on it. We said webcams, yeah. right? I, Get a webcam. Yeah. I think it's worth getting a dedicated webcam. I agree. I think, but don't. I think this is one that you really don't want to go cheap on because if you get a cheap webcam, you're going to end up replacing it. Yeah, I mean, I've I have like the some Logitech 1080 camera. It's fine. Yeah, it does the job. Yeah, but, I. I'm going to be doing some more live streams. So uh, my job actually sent me a Sony XR100, I think, or X100. Okay. Is that right? Cool. Did I get that right? I don't know. It's a pretty nice camera. Um, it shoots 4K. Uh, it does have a plug and play. It's a mirrorless camera. So it, it does have like a, you can go from the camera to an HDMI cable but in order to get the clean feed, you need an adapter. So it takes the HDMI output and then it plugs into USB. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think you can pick those up off Amazon as well for around $11. But we got the Elgato Camlink set up. Oh, here. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Another Are one you of using things. that right now? Is that what I'm seeing with my eyeballs? Yes. yes. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Sorry, listeners, rich, you're missing out. Rich, vivid colors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing I like to do with my uh, audio and video setup is I like to have uh, a USB hub that mm -hmm. I can unplug when I'm not doing recordings. Okay. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, recording mode, just plug it in. The microphone turns on when you plug it in. The camera doesn't because it's a little bit more fancy, but I think I might be able to figure out something like that. Oh, it doesn't uh, have a hardware on off switch. It's a button. It 
yeah, it needs the, I need to press the button still. But I think okay. that's only because there's a battery inside. So if I take the battery out, here's the cool thing about the camera uh, is you can power it via USB. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Or if it was just a webcam, that would still work. Like, plug it into the hub, plug the mic into the hub, and then you just plug that into the computer when you want power on, take it out when you want power off. It's good. Easy peasy. Then no one can spy on you. Yeah, I still have the integrated webcam, this little sucker right here. I gotta, you got to take a drill to it. No, you know what? Actually, this computer has a nice little built-in privacy screen. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, Apple will never do that. So you have to keep mm -hmm. buying these stupid little stickers that slide left and right and then fall off after about a year. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, they do that on purpose so that you have to buy a new one. It's true. Selling me a $3 sticker. It's ridiculous. It doesn't even have cool stuff on it. I bet you could get a cool one. If I bet you could get some that are designed for kids that like are little like characters that slide. It's like a little little googly eye up there. Like a turtle. Like a turtle and you just slide his, his little head further out of the shell and it blocks the camera. Or like you slide the head back into the shell and it's like, that'd be a good one. That's really cute. When yeah. the turtle's in the shell, you can't be seen. Yeah, it's actually... When the turtle's out of the shell... It's video time. No, well, it would actually work the opposite how I described it. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Do. I mean, I uh, think as far as like a strict like work from home, like desk working setup, that covers more than enough more for than pretty enough, much anyone. Yeah. 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 I'd say I'd say um, definitely a chair is worth it. Um, I don't know the sit to stand desk thing. I still kind of like my manual desktop thing. I like that it doesn't need electricity. Um, it's actually a little bit faster to get up top because mm -hmm. the electric ones, they go a little bit slow. Um, yeah. the nice thing about the electric ones though, is you can set it to like, uh, you can have it memorize positions. So I can say, this is my sitting position. This is my standing position. I, I don't know. There's four positions. I don't know what I would use the other two for. Like if I want to jump or if I want to do like squats, like if I just want to be in that, was it the Russian chair pose? That seems painful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think an external monitor is a requirement for me uh a bluetooth i won't say bluetooth but a keyboard and a mouse separate mm -hmm. from the laptop those are the those are the requirements for me yeah yeah i mean i think every piece of gear i have and use i would miss if i didn't have it like could i do without most of it absolutely i could would I be as stoked? No. The yeah. stoke is real and it's important. I think. Yeah, I mean, you get sometimes you gotta do things for yourself. So Marie Kondo would come to your office and just spend like eight hours there and not accomplish anything. No, does it spark joy? 
Yeah. yeah. All of your things. This stuff is rad. What? <laughs> what? Does yeah. it, does it, is it not obvious it all sparks joy? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, I think that's a wrap. Unless you got yeah. something else to throw on there. I do not. I think, uh, you know, like I, we could obviously go on and on. I think that there's a lot of rabbit holes in this, but this is probably about as much as anybody could tolerate us meandering around this topic. Yeah. What a terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was supposed to stop recording before I said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. You know, they can't all be bangers. Dude, that's what's what's crazy is like so the 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 syntax episode where Scott and Wes go into their setups is like that was one of my favorite episodes that they did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so they, like I had this thing in my also, you know what they also have a little bit more experience than us. So that's give us true. a few more I'm gonna, hundred episodes. I'm gonna give us a pass on that one. Yeah, but right. I mean, who knows? Uh, we have our own sort of charm. I say charm with air quotes. Something like that. Big old, <laughs> big old podcast air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Uh, yeah, let's. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to get into some software as well, like Ooh. software setup. But I think that's going to have to be another show. Oh, like automation kind of stuff. Uh, no, just like. Well, maybe like oh, uh, like your your uh, developer environment kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ooh. Like you, if you yeah. get a new computer, what do you? You're stoked. <laughs> I'm so excited yeah. about. I I did excited hands for those yeah, of yeah, you who yeah. jazz hands, but they weren't jazz hands. They were like the little hands that babies make when they make little <laughs> tiny fists. Oh, jeez, I didn't mean to call your fists baby fists. <laughs> You have perfectly adequately it's, sized. It's okay. Fists. I'm not sensitive about the size of my <laughs> excited baby fists. All right. This show has gone off track. Let's let's uh let's go to shout outs and then uh you know we can stop recording. Okay, for, for once in many months I have a shout out like ready to go. Um so I ordered a jersey from a company in the UK called Commit Equipment. And when I say jersey, it's not like a it's it's like a mountain biking shirt. It's a, mm. it's a, it's athletic wear, whatever. Um, if, <laughs> if you mountain bike and you listen to the show, like the crossover of that is very, very low. Um, but this is a, this is a mountain biking Jersey with pockets. They have zippers. It blew my mind. I ordered more as soon as I found this out. Cause like cycling oh, jerseys, right. like You'd always like have pockets on the back. And like when you are wearing mountain biking gear they're like oh you got pockets on your shorts bro it's cool like you don't need pockets on your like i don't always have accessible pockets on my shorts so like having more on my shirt that's because you just keep really putting your happy. shorts on inside out that's true yeah just fix that and problem solved i'm hopelessly stupid and can't figure <laughs> out the right way to put on shorts <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm on I'm on something tonight. <laughs> I think it's good. Uh do you want that something you're on to be your shout out? No, 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 no. Well, actually I do have a shout out. I, I gotta give a shout out to um Gorilla Ladders. Oh, those are so good. Yes. Yeah. Home Depot had a sale. Like I had been sort of like 
scouring uh what's it called offer up and craigslist for one of these for a long time because i was like i want to get it i want to get like a new ladder but i also don't want to spend too much money <laughs> sounds they're familiar? so expensive sometimes they are they're like 150 dollars yeah uh and finally um home depot had a sale they were like they had it on sale for like a hundred dollars i think this is actually maybe like a 200 dollars ladder the, the one that I, the height that i got yeah um yeah and so it was on sale at like 50 percent off that's so i picked awesome. one up i'm so glad i got it because we had another ladder before that was one of those like foldy ones that folds like three different joints and whatever mm -hmm. i thought that was going to be a good ladder that was a mistake because it's a pain in the butt to get up and you really it they like advertise all of these different angles you can use it but they're all useless angles so yeah who does anyway, this yeah. Who uses it as a platform against the wall? Like exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, exactly. No. Some of them have it shaped like the letter M. Like when would you ever use a ladder in the shape of an M? Like when do you have that need to like step up and then like, like go sideways, but come down a little bit and then go back up and then come back down? It's like you're in a cave. If you're in a cave, maybe that's a useful ladder. Yep. It's a very like caving. Cavers love it. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Spelunking. <laughs> Yes. Perfect ladder for it. Um, anyway, this ladder is awesome. It has a whole bunch of like, it basically has like, how can I explain this on a podcast? Just go to the link. It like slides, it extends. Oh, it's a telescoping ladder. It's a, yes, it's a telescopic ladder. Um, and it's been great. <laughs> I'm so glad you figured out how to articulate the ladder type that you got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, Grant. Let's call yeah. it, man. We're, we're having a hard one. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye, uh, everybody. Yeah. We'll see if this one even gets published. All oh, right. I'll shit. see ya. I'm just like writing this outline, and it's become a shopping list. For people or for you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>